Welcome back to Life with Rajpal Ball. Today I'm going to talk about something that kind of relates to the physical pillar, but it's something that I think is effective. I did some research on it, and that is the best way to still be able to eat that junk food that you've always wanted to eat, but at the same time, you know, you're you're still exercising and you're getting good results, and that is called carb cycling. So what is carb cycling? As the name implies, it's literally just cycling your carbohydrate intake per day, like each and every day. So um, an example of a carb cycle would be low carb. Then, So day one's low carb, day two's low carb. Day three is high carb. Day four is medium carb. And day... You know, you get medium carb, then you have low carb on day five. And then, no, sorry, low carb on day six, and then high carb on day seven. So it's low carb, low carb, high carb, moderate carb, low carb, high carb. Sorry, so it's six days, not seven. That's my bad. Six days, you go low, low, high, moderate, low, high. Right, So you never want to have high back-to-back days, and you want to, if you can, you want to have low like back-to-back days if possible. And, mo- it, and as the name implies, like, so low-carb might be like your carbohydrate intake is limited to just you know veggies and fruits or like you have rice with one meal. That might be more moderate-carb with the rice. But maybe low-carb is just you maybe your grain intake is maybe quinoa, something like that. Your moderate carb intake could be like oatmeal, maybe like some rice with chicken, stuff like that. And then high carb, honestly, like as the name implies, just high carbohydrate intake. Try to stay away from processed foods if at all possible. But on high carb days, it's the one day where I think you can afford the occasional processed food for a meal, like pizza or something like that that's not homemade. Um... You know, for me, it's always been Costco pizza has been my, like, I guess, kryptonite in the fast food department. I just can't, I can't say no to it. It's too good in my opinion. I know it's very greasy, very bad for me, but I just, it's the one, everyone has that one fast food or that one thing, like that one unhealthy food. For me, it's that, that is like my kryptonite. But uh, this kind of allows you to afford it, not you don't want to have it once a week, obviously, but if you can, you know, once every two weeks, something like that, get into a groove, it might pay off in the long run. Um, and obviously, like, when you're carb cycling, another big thing is make sure you're, you know, when you have a lot of carbs, make sure you're exercising a lot more than when you're having a low amount of carbs, right? Make sure that's that's kind of the you know, make sure that's how you're doing it. And let's say you have like a similar exercise routine each and every day that kind of, you know, it's very intense, gets you sweating, gets your blood flowing, heart pumping, you know, you feel like you've burned a lot of fat, you feel really good. And let's say you do it every day, which some people during quarantine are. Then on low carb days, you eat the same amount of calories, just not carbohydrates, if that makes sense. So like your caloric intake stays the same, but you just change your carbohydrate intake. So on low-carb days, you'd eat more fatty things like maybe avocado, stuff like that. You know, you'd eat more fatty foods like fish, omega-3s, stuff like that. 
But on high carb days, you would have like pasta, pizza, you know, the stereotypical carbs. And notice how I'm not mentioning dessert because ideally you shouldn't be having dessert. Like that's only for special occasions, as I've mentioned in other previous podcast episodes. So just keep that in mind as well. And honestly, with this whole carb cycling thing, I think I feel like it's the best of both worlds because we don't live in an ideal world where I can always have the perfect meal each and every day, right? Only the top 0.1% of people have that. And again, it's the top 0.1% of people who can kind of pick every day, oh, this is what I want to eat. They don't really have to worry about what others think about their food or they have a personalized chef who cooks healthy meals for them each and every day, right? Like all the top athletes like LeBron James, stuff like that. Uh, carb cycling is meant, you know, it accommodates for the fact that, you know, you can't always pick your meal. You can't always pick what you eat. Sometimes you have to like let someone else pick and maybe they want something unhealthy. Well, you can afford it. Just make sure it's not consistent. That's the key, right? Unhealthy is good. Is It's not good, but it's okay. It's bearable. You're not going to lose anything if you have it maybe once or twice a week tops. But after, outside of that, and when I mean once or twice a week, I'm not talking like days, I'm just talking meals. So like on the high carb day, you could have one like unhealthy meal. And again, there's only like two high carb days a week, right? So you're really only having like two questionably healthy foods, healthy meals a week. And think about it. Let's say you have three meals a week or maybe even two meals a week. Like I have I probably have a big lunch and a big dinner during quarantine. So for me, I have 14 meals. If a seventh of my meals are high carb, that's not bad, right? Now, if you have three meals a week, then you're talking, okay, so now you have, it's even better, right? Like if you're one of those who wakes up for breakfast or you like breakfast, you have, you know, 18 out of 21 meals. So you'd have, actually, it's the same ratio, It'd be six sevenths both ways. So you'd have the same both ways. So either two meals or three meals, it doesn't matter, right? But you'd have six sevenths of your meals be, you know, healthy, lower carb, right? You're you're taking care of your body, you're being cautious of what you what you put in. Because again, a lot of this like workout and your physical pillar, a lot of it's mental. It's like, do you know, do you have it in your mind that you can overcome your current physical barrier, right? And then also is, do you have the willpower to resist those unhealthy foods and doing things that you know will put your body in danger, right? Because physical can also be from a safety standpoint, also from a well-being standpoint, right? So just keep that in mind. I um, and I know this episode was short and sweet, but thank you all for listening. Hope you guys have a great Friday and great weekend and talk to you guys tomorrow.